Dick Garrett understands this concept. If everything goes well at the back, things will run well at the front. Or in te reo Māori, te amorangi ki mua, te hāpai o ki muri. This whakatauki specifically applies to a marae setting, but can just as easily apply to, well, anything. As long as everything is running well behind the scenes, all will go smoothly at the front. Apply that to the work of Dick Garrett, who for the past year has been working on a trip to take former Māori tennis pro Ruia Morrison-Davy back to Wimbledon, 53 years after she last competed there. Now, hard work isn't new to Dick Garrett. He's the current president of the Aotearoa Māori Tennis Association and executive director of the Māori Sports Awards. Um, I suppose we'll we'll kick off our quarter first, um, Dick, by telling me your your involvement with with Māori sports, Māori tennis. Where does that stem from, and where, and how did you get started? Well, I suppose some uh, Māori tennis, uh, some um, sixteen years back. Um, previous president of Māori Tennis, Frankie Dennis, died suddenly. Our people at the Tangi came to me wanting me to uh, take over that role. Uh, like everything I said, I was busy. Uh, no one else would take it on. So I went to Albia Prior uh, with the Māori Sports Awards um, Society and we struck up a deal that they would do some of the administration if I took over the role. Uh, so, yes, I've held that position right through till today of Māori tennis and also, uh, sadly, some just on 12 years ago, um, Albie Pryor, the founder of uh, Te Toho Tākoro, or Aotearoa Corporate Society in those days and then later Charitable Trust, has passed away suddenly. And our kaumātua, Sir John Tude of the Trust and also our kaumātua of uh, Nai Tūhoi, asked me to take over the Trust. I suppose I put my hand up because I first had... Uh, uh, I wanted to see Albie's Kopapa keep working, and secondly, I had the backing of my lovely wife Desiree. Hmm. So you have you have dual roles: one for Te Papa Takaro and another one for Aotearoa Māori Tennis. Aye. So I'm the president or chairperson of Aotearoa Māori Tennis, which of course this year celebrated its 86th year. So it's taken up what? So this, you said the past 16 years. Before that. Um, can you tell us about your um, involvement in, in, in the sport? Yes, well, uh, with Māori tennis, um, I suppose that goes back to the late 60s uh, when I first played in the tournament. And then in the 70s, uh, I did take a few years, uh, late 70s, few years, I was on the management committee assisting Frankie Dennis. Uh, my wife, Desiree, of course, has been playing uh, since probably eight years old. Their whānau, you know, with their um, marae tennis and waikari marae at Matapihi. So our families had a long relationship with Māori tennis. Do you believe those were the golden years of tennis in terms of Māori? And marae? Yeah. Marae tennis, yes, it would have been, uh, I suppose it's fair to say, there were golden area uh, uh, times mm. of Māori tennis. Um, of course, that... Um, 
went on to the uh, Maru Cup that was started in, in Whanganui around 1911. Marae tennis, you know, as you say, it's been going for over a century. Um, and that progressed into the, uh, if you like, the, uh, the association being formed by the late Sir Aperanata in 1926. So yeah, it's had a, a golden era, uh, era of time, if you like, and you can imagine in Wairau uh, in the 50s there, there was 800 Māori registered tennis players. Mm. And of course, times change, the world changes, and we have to go with the times of the flow of life. So uh, here we are today, uh, 86 years young as an association, still going strong. But of course, uh, things are a lot different. Our main focus is to maintain our annual tournament and to sort of support the development of our Māori tennis juniors within the New Zealand and regional systems. You described um, the Marumaru Cup uh, Dickie, we, 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 what's the status of that taonga today? Um, that's that non-existent, of course. Yes. They do have other uh, trophies they play for, from Whanganui right through to Taranaki and that. Um, but no, sadly, uh, that's non-existent. And, of course, we must remember again with the change of time yes. uh, with other sports. Uh, now we probably have uh, like a multitude up to... Up to 20, 20 to 30 different sports our, our tamariki can play or, be, or families can be involved in. In those days, there might have been just two or three sports. And this type of history was, I'm, I'm, you'll have to tell me the, the publishing year, was outlined in the book, the Māori Tennis book. Can you tell us about it? It was about four years, was it about four years ago? Uh, six years Six now. years. Uh, we, we produced that book in uh, the Hitori of the Denihi Māori, the history of Māori tennis, covering over 100 years. So we go back to the great times when um, we have photos in the, in the, in the late 1890s of uh, the shepherds and shearers on the front cover um, doing a haka on a tennis court at the um, Tiffin Farno family in, uh, farm in Napier, where they were the shepherds and shearers on that farm and those English people taught them how to cut and carve a cord out and make a tennis court and taught them to play tennis. <laughs> Significant also, if you like, at those times was uh, those local uh, haponiwi there. Their waka was used to transport bales of wool out to the Napier Harbour. So, Dickie, I mean, talking about uh, history, history is, um, in a way, um, being repeated and during this year the great Ruia Morrison-Davy is heading to Wimbledon. Yeah, I um, suppose it's a little bit of another hospital pass I gave myself, but um, <laughs> it's not about me. It's um, one of our initiatives that's been going for the last 10 years is that our, uh, our uh, senior group, if you like, uh, used to be called Veterans and Tennis, now it's called Seniors, which range from you know the late 30s up to as old as you can play tennis. And each year we have a group from Māori tennis that travel to the Gold Coast and we compete in the Queensland Senior Tennis Championships. And uh, last year, while we were there, we, uh, of course, some of our players have played back, like John Paul and the Corbett Farno and the Fanga Farno and, and others, uh, come along and meet with us. And we had a, uh, a great gathering there one night of food and, and uh, great entertainment and oratory. And it 
and and it sort of sprung to me that you know these these great thing that Apiranata set up, you know, that Māori could stand on its own two feet and run its own tennis association, that Fanonga Tanga business, and uh, I thought, well, know, what what a great occasion, and of course we are blessed to have uh, at the helm of Māori tennis, uh, Ta Apiranata and uh, Te Koinga Tili Reedy. So I thought, why won't we get our komata to escort Rui Morrison back to Wimbledon as putting not only Māori tennis on the map or the world maps or the world tennis courts, uh, but all New Zealanders. So why not we send her back to Wimbledon as a acknowledge and tribute to what she achieved? We just think it's a great tribute, a great honour, uh, one that's probably a bit overdue. Was she happy to, to take part in the trip? Well, when I mentioned when we came back, I got hold of uh, Ruya because we keep in good contact with her. And of course, how do you say it? You know, the, her tears of joy was was just was the, was the answer we wanted. You yes. Know? So she, do you, did you get a sense that she had been perhaps waiting? Well, she had an opportunity a few years ago. She had up and down with her health. Uh, all her buddies that played with her, when I want to say her buddies, her tennis friends from around the world that go back every year, they've been in contact with her to get her back. And I think I think really she um, Justine she thought that she'd probably never get back now, you know, until we raised that with her. So she's excited, and so we're friends. We entertained um, uh, one of her lady friends from America, who's rare, originally in English, also has links to uh, their whanau that lived in Mangaweka at the back of Taihepi. So glad that she's going to be back, and she'll help looking after her over there. I mean, 60 years ago was when she was, sorry, not 60 years, in the 1960s she received, uh, was it the, the MBE? MBE, Do you still think that she is held in high regard in terms of New Zealand Māori sports? Um, Dick, uh, just in your Māori circles? sports, definitely. Yes. You know, and of course you've got to remember those generations that know of her. The young, sadly, the younger generations don't. Hence, that's why we try and try to give her... Uh, uh, that recognition or highlighter when whenever or wherever we can, and you know the annual tournament uh, Ruya comes along to our at least our pohiri, and uh, you know we we make sure that the younger ones know who she is, you know. But I think sadly throughout January in New Zealand uh, they don't recognise her, and the tennis fraternity uh, at the top level. Uh, when they speak about our champions of Chris Lewis and so on and so on, uh, Belinda Cordell, they forget Rhea Morrison, who was probably about round a ranking of number nine in the world. Oh, in the hay, back in the heyday. Well, you know, the recent ASB Women's Tennis uh, Tournament in Auckland, where she was highlighted in the program book. But, um, of course, she she won that tournament three times. They don't mention a lot about that, but she also beat the great Margaret Court and won final there. Now, Margaret Court or Margaret Smith in those days went on to claim the most uh, Grand Slams in the world and will never, probably never be caught the amount of Grand Slams she won. So there's a huge feat in just that one, one um, tournament win. Uh, we, must, we must not lose sight of the fact that those obstacles that Rui and us as an association come against and the great Fred Perry that just passed away was invited to uh, Wellington to tennis New Zealand their 100 year centenary and he arrived there 
And said, oh, what a beautiful setup, the occasion. And so on. she said, where's Aurea Morrison? Oh, we haven't invited her. So he left the function, drove all the way to Rotorua, and you'll see in the book at uh, Whakarewarewa a photo of the late, great Fred Perry and Aurea there. And, uh, you know, he was uh, very hurt by the Tennis New Zealand not inviting her to the cent- centenary. In, in your circles with, you know, your, well, pretty big involvement in terms of Māori sports. How do you think the state of Māori sports is today? Oh, look, amazing. Um, Justine, if we have a look, we were just sort of um, reminiscing, but capturing it down a little bit. If we looked at the first sports awards held at Turanga Waiwai, you know, acknowledging success by our Māori athletes in 1991. Uh, we may have had uh, seven or eight iwi representative, similar amount of sports, uh, and one world champion in these last two or three years. We now have, uh, in both iwi and sports, uh, you know, 23 to 30 sports and iwi representative and between 15 to 22 world champions annually. That's the big answer we can give you. Jeez, that's amazing, eh? And, and last you're... year, of course, at the Olympics, we had 23 Olympians and Paralympians represented. All Māori. Māori represented them. Kia ora, Dick Garrett, Doria Morrison-Davey and her entourage of 15 to London includes Sir Tāmati Muturangi Reedy, Lady Tilly Te Koingo Reedy, David Goldsmith, Te Awafaka Baker, her younger sister, Dini Mohi, Val Mohi, Desiree and Dick Garrett, Harry Tafai, Jeff and Leona K. Ivitsu, Kevin Neal, Nolene Walsh, and Kay Miller, all with very strong backgrounds in Māori tennis. Okay. Ka This is Tiahi Ka on Radio New Zealand National. If you need to get in touch, you can email us, Tiahi Ka, radionz.co.nz, or find us on Facebook. Just search Tiahi Ka. I'm Maraya Rakraku. And I'm Justine Murray, and this is Tiahi Ka.